0: Welcome to the Sal Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. We have a six game NBA slate today for Saturday. January 11th. It is 6 a.m. East Coast time, and I'm excited to break it down for you. We're going to go over the injury news, some of my early interests, take a look at the target offense sheet briefly. But before we do all that, please do hit that subscribe button. I have a contest going on this week for a $50 giveaway if you are subscribed with the notification bell turned on on the YouTube channel and subscribed on the podcast with a five-star rate and review left. All you have to do to enter is comment down below on this specific video, who is your favorite player below $6,000 on today's slate? comment that and you're entered but you must be a subscriber with the notification bell turned on really do appreciate that the goal is to hit twenty thousand subscribers before the super bowl and i think we have a chance to do it we might need a little bump though so thank you so much there's a little incentive for everybody watching this and then next up i do have some social media accounts you can follow down below and also if you're new here i should have started with this welcome my name is sal i cover daily fantasy sports as an independent content creator and really all the major sports including pga as well if you don't consider that a major sport, I probably would. And then also I do have Patreon exclusive content for today. My NBA projections already up. Whenever I do an awesome show, I get those up pretty early. So all six games, about 140 or so players projected for points today, projecting some players out. We'll discuss all of that. You can check out those NBA projections linked up down below. And they'll also be linked up above. If you click the little I button, it'll pop out a sidebar. You can click that, open a new page and check it out later on if you would like. Lastly, this video is sponsored by Fantasy Draft. The good people over at Fantasy Draft continue to support my channel, and I think we should continue to support them. Currently, if you're watching this, their NFL contest that opens at and closes at 4.30 is only like 45% full. I don't think it's going to get over. Um, like 80, 85% full. So it's going to overlay. Check that out. It's already rake free. So now there's going to probably be more money in that contest. But I'll post a link down below to their NBA lobby. You can check it out. It's usually a really good pick and roll contest. That is a 2x minimum cash, which is really hard to find in the industry. It's usually like 10% to first, which is very good payout structures. And there's no rake. What is rake? It's the amount that the site takes for really their their cut of it. If there is $100 in a tournament, just say, for instance, they are going to take 15 on average out of that. Uh, you're going to lose a lot of money playing in rake contests And it's really hard to win and stay profitable these days. But if you take advantage of sites like Fantasy Draft, you can actually change your ROI over the course of a year. Be sure to check that out, linked up down below. Fully support Fantasy Draft. Let's get into it, gang. We'll start with the injury news for each team Anthony Davis for the Lakers. Once again, yesterday, he missed. Glute, injury. I don't know if we'll play in the back-to-back tonight. We'll see. It seems to be something that's just like sore or bruised. It's nothing that is ligament damaged or anything like that or bone bruised. So it seems okay. It's just a matter of do they let him play in a back-to-back. I think they probably played safe here, but he's currently listed as questionable. For Cleveland, it's just Dante Exum. It's going to continue to give probably Brandon Knight some 24 minutes of play. And then Osmond, Garland, and Sexton are going to play around 35 minutes. For New Orleans, Derek Favors left last night, and I think he's not going to play with a hamstring injury. I doubt he plays tonight. Jackson Hayes ended up playing 26 minutes in that game. Um, you had Okafor off the bench for a few. Nicola Melli played into the teens. I think Jackson Hayes would start, but keep an eye on it. If Okafor draws the start, well, then you have a nice matchup for Okafor against Boston. Boston is no longer the Al Horford Boston. It is Ennis Kanter and, and Daniel Tice. It is a fine matchup for centers. If, Dan, if Jackson Hayes starts, I currently have him starting at 28 minutes. I have Okafor playing in the teens as well as Nicola Melli, but keep an eye on that. Whoever starts there, it's going to be a great spot for them. They're all in the 3K range. Hayes at $3,800. If he indeed starts and plays 26 minutes instead of the 28 I haven't projected for, he's by far the best value play on the slate. For Milwaukee, Urson Ilyasova missed um, their last game. Keep an eye on this. Sterling Brown was the only one in the last game to see any sort of minutes boost. Pat Connington, you can argue, saw a minute's stability into the mid-20s, but nothing major there. Uh, keep an eye on Ursan with a knee injury. For Portland, Hassan Whiteside is questionable with an illness. He played through a questionable tag the other day. I expect that to happen again. But you have Anthony Tolliver, who would step into a center position. Carmelo Anthony would see a lot more minutes and potentially even some five minutes. I don't think it would happen, but potentially it could happen. For Philadelphia, Joel Embiid is going to continue to miss in this game with his finger injury. Al Horford sees a bump, 32 minutes I have not projected at over a fantasy point per minute. I have Tobias Harris at 35 minutes, let a lot of people down the other night, potentially now with the price tag coming down, if he has a low ownership, a nice spot to bounce back to a guy who is pretty streaky, getting him at lower ownership. Uh, ben Simmons I have at about 37 minutes. Uh, Josh Richardson, nice game in the last one out, had 11 of the first 15 points, I believe, for the 76ers. I projected him for 34, and Mike Scott I projected for 25 after starting and playing 26. For New Orleans, Drew Holiday is going to be questionable with an elbow. He's missed the past few games. I'm currently projecting him out. I have Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram at 37 minutes apiece. Brandon Ingram becomes almost a 1.4 fantasy point per minute producer with Drew Holiday off the court. His assist percentage goes way up. Now, with potentially Derek Favors off the court, his rebounding rate is also going to go up. So if Drew Holiday and Derek Favors are both out today, which I'm expecting Favors to be out, and I would also expect on a back-to-back for Holiday to miss this one. You might be talking Brandon Ingram like a 1.42, 1.43 fantasy point per minute producer for 38 minutes or so against Boston. It's a tougher matchup, surely, um, but the price tag on a six-game slate is completely fine. JJ Redick I have for 30 minutes. Josh Hart I have for 32 minutes after playing a ton of minutes last night. For Dallas, Christoph Porzingis is going to be missing this one as well as their game last night against the Lakers. He's going to miss both. Uh, what that is going to do is give Dwight Powell the upside for 28 to 30 minutes. Uh, DFS, Dorian Finney-Smith probably plays 30 to 32. Maxi Kleber I have in there for about 24. And then Luka Dantich just sees a production bump already higher than he already does. For Portland, Mario Hozonia is questionable. I, I don't know if I have this filtered by team. I probably should have. I, I thought I did, but Mario Hazonia is questionable. He's the other injury with Hassan Whiteside with the back injury. It would give Anthony Simons more minutes. Gary Trent Jr. some more minutes, as well as Kent Bays, more stability. Uh, Markeith Morris for Detroit is going to be questionable today. Christian Wood and Sekou Dembaya would be the ones to benefit the most there. Maybe a little bit of Thaumakur as well. For OKC, New Orleans will we'll continue to miss. Steven Adams I have at 32 minutes. He was going to play 16, or he did play 16 in the first half um, in the last one out there against the Rockets, and then the blowout ensued. So I have him at 32 with Muscala getting all the backup minutes at 16. And Paul Millsap is already ruled out. You can see Jeremy Grant playing 28 to 30 minutes. I have him around 30 right now. Mason Plumlee might get some more runs since they have been playing Plumlee next to Jokic more so than they did last year. So I have Plumlee at 18 minutes. I have Jeremy Grant at 30. And you might also see a slight, slight boost for a guy like Michael Porter Jr., which I have currently, I believe, at 16 minutes of play i'll just highlight over the target offense sheet you guys can check it out here um these are the higher, highest totals on the slate my pace projections on the slate houston versus minnesota is a 5 p.m start so that is not included in the main slate there are seven games today but just six on the DraftKings main slate so you can check out all of that the lowest implied total some of them are not out yet but i'm projecting cleveland with a very slow paced game and a difficult matchup to have the lowest implied total by a decent margin barely crack 100 here the highest implied total as it usually is on these types of slates is milwaukee with the honest on the team 117.5 team implied total five point favorites against portland though so i mean the spread is indicating a closer game than usual, you might be able to finally see those Giannis 32 minutes of play in this one, which usually spells 60 plus point fantasy performances. So um, be sure to look this over if you would like, and we're just going to get right into the early interests. As I go over into the early interests, I will point out that I also have interest in Giannis, but um, I'm just going to not list him on this. I will say I, I didn't list him, but I do have interest in Giannis in this one. I'm projecting him for 31 minutes he projects out for close to 60 fantasy points. That's really good for a six game slate. I just do have other interests that are a little bit lower. So I will also say that right now I will link up right now a little pop up will come out to my projections over on Patreon. If you click that a sidebar pops out, you can click on that and it'll open up a new page to where you can check out Patreon, which is where I host my exclusive content as an independent content creator. I have projections over there for the NBA as well as my interest pool updated all throughout the day and even after lock as well check that out. A ton of Patreons in that community. I have a discord as well. If you do want to get into that, lots of people chatting all day in there. It's a pretty cool thing. I appreciate it. If you do want to support me, you can do it by donations over there or just getting the exclusive content. Also cover PGA and NFL up until the Super Bowl, And even in the off season, I'll have some NFL content for you. Keep you updated on the draft, lots of other things. So be sure to check that out if you are indeed interested and hit the subscribe button. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So starting at the top, Andre Drummond. I mean, he's played 41, 38, and 41 minutes in regulation in the last three games. He played 48 out of like the possible 53 minutes in the last game, or 49 out of the possible 53 when it went to overtime. He's playing a bunch of huge minutes. Blake Griffin had knee, knee surgery, probably not returning this year. Markeith Morris is questionable. That's actually impactful. He's a better, I would say, four than Sekou Dumbayo and, and even Christian Wood not playing as many minutes, but... Regardless, Drummond at 10-1 on a six-game slate in a good rebounding spot against Chicago, where Wendell Carter Jr. is still going to be out and Daniel Gafford started in the last game. Not a great rebounder. This is a great spot for Andre Drummond to just get his 20-20 and type performances. I like Andre Drummond a lot as a pay-up option. LeBron James goes for damn near 70 with 69 fantasy points in just 32 minutes of play last night. Now a tougher defensive matchup probably tonight with Steven Steven Adams, Danel Gallinari, Uh, but nothing crazy here as compared to what you had to Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell, Dorian Finney-Smith last night against Dallas. But if Anthony Davis is out, I will like LeBron in this situation. I still do prefer Andre Drummond either way. If Anthony Davis is in, then I prefer Andre Drummond by a decent margin. I believe I currently have LeBron projected for 34 minutes of play here. He grades out really nice. Still have Drummond for a little bit more points in terms of, I think I have him for like one and a half more points if AD is out. Damian Lillard at 8,700, just too cheap for somebody who's going to play minimum of probably 36 minutes in this competitive game, probably more so sees 38 more times than not in this one. So I haven't projected right in the middle at 37, <clears throat> really good pace spot. Um, it is currently the best pace environment on the slate against Milwaukee. That is huge for point guards. So difficult matchup, especially since Eric Bledsoe has been playing bigger minutes as of late playing 30 and 28 and 31 in the last couple of games still do like uh, Damian Lillard not a priority on this slate but very good spot Brandon Ingram at 8400 I do prefer over Lillard it's just too cheap of a price tag I mean I don't know how the price goes from 9200 on a bigger slate to 8400 now it's definitely not because of the matchup I wouldn't expect I mean the the front court compared to the years past when there was Al Horford now and his canter in there with Daniel Tice is nowhere near as difficult if Drew Holiday is out and I'm expecting Derek Favors to be out. The assist percentage, the rebounding rate goes up. The overall production then goes up. $8,400 in this matchup for Brandon Ingram, who's a power forward that you could roster as a small forward, is a smash bot if those guys are indeed out. Zach Levine at 8,300 just continues to play huge minutes. You're probably getting 37, 38 minutes out of him. He's played that for pretty much the past five games straight, 39 spots in there as well. And a decent matchup against Detroit with shooting guard eligibility. I do like Zach Levine. I would prefer Brandon Ingram. Uh, Kemba Walker continues to be too cheap, especially for this matchup where you have a good on-ball defender, two-way defender, and Drew Holiday going to be out in this one. He got 33 minutes out of Kemba in the last game, and he left early with a hand injury. I have him projected for 34 here in a really nice pace spot and a nice team total, second highest on the slate. Um, I have him projected for, I have I, this says 34 or 33, but I'm projected for 34. He's a 1.2 fantasy point per minute producer in on the season really nice spot for Kemba. Jalen Brown and then also uh, Gordon Hayward are interests of mine. Actually, I have a lot of interest in Boston. Marcus Smart, his price point as well. I do like Gordon Hayward, um, 34-minute projection. He's over a one-point fantasy point-per-minute guy on the season. And again, it is a really nice matchup at just 6,500. He's way too cheap. Uh, Jalen Brown's okay. Sort of an average play for me going to get his 33-34 minutes in a nice spot similar. Uh, Chris Paul against the Lakers, difficult spot, 32 minutes uh, projection for him. He's been really good as of late. He will close these games out and play a whole fourth quarter and play 34-35 minutes if he has to, if it indeed remains close. Uh, Not a priority on this slate, though, but with the price point dropping, I think a lot of people will over-own him, but keep an eye on that. At the exact same price point, Tobias Harris let a lot of people down last time out when there was no Joel Embiid. Look, he started at the three. His production wasn't going to change if he didn't move to the four because Mike, Star- Mike Scott started there. So not a lot changed outside of maybe a couple more shot attempts. Um, since. But you do have Mike Scott as a scoring power forward, so or at least someone who will shoot the ball. So it's not going to overly change. If you get Tobias Harris at the four tonight, maybe Korkmaz starts at the three or even Scott starts at the three. That's very good news for Harris, but keep an eye on that. Lonzo I projected for 37 minutes, a very difficult matchup without a doubt against Boston's on backcourt when you do have Marcus Smart out there off the bench, when you do have Kemba and a lot of good defenders. Um, So it is not a a killer spot for ball. But look, the guy's averaging over 1.05 fantasy points per minute. He's playing huge minutes without Drew Holiday on the court. If Holiday misses again, 6700 is a fair price. Horford's price comes up just like $100 since Actually, $700 since Joel Embiid Then the last game. I believe he was 6K flat. It's no longer a definite smash spot. I think I have him for 32 minutes, around 34 and a half, 35 fantasy points. Like, that's not the greatest of values. Yes, he went for 40 in the last game. That doesn't mean he's always going to do that. If you look at his production with Embiid off the court, it surely increases, especially the rebounding rates, especially just the shot attempts right next to the basket, how far the distance is. So that's all good. Um, Dallas is not a, a stellar matchup, but it's not a, a bad matchup by any means. I think Horford is fine here, fantasy point-per-minute guy for 32 minutes. I just think there's probably better value now in Gordon Hayward below him, in Steven Adams who have it, 32 minutes in a difficult matchup against the Lakers, surely. But it just means he's probably going to stay out there more since the Lakers are so big, even if Davis misses. I mean, you're going to have Kuzma at the four which makes them smaller, but you're going to have 48 minutes a player close to it, maybe 46, 44 minutes of play out of both Dwight Howard, who got in massive foul trouble last night, only played 10 minutes because of five quick fouls. But also Javale McGee, Carmelo Anthony's price continues to drop at 5600. Having projected for 34 minutes, he's been around a fantasy point per minute guy in the season, higher pace game. Um, I think that this is a spot where Melo does really well. I think I have him projected for somewhere around 28 fantasy points, and, and that's pretty good at 5600. Marcus Smart, if he's gonna play 30 to 32 minutes off the bench in this matchup against New Orleans, maybe he plays a little bit more because of his defense on a guy like Lonzo Ball. Um, probably not on Brandon Ingram size wise, but at 4800, that's hard to pass up. Now he can go out there and get you seven fantasy points, and he's done that before, especially when. Charles But on this slate, when there's not a ton of value right now, uh, one really standout value, but then not a lot after that, I do think it's interesting when he's going to get the minutes. Gary Harris, I project over 34 minutes. He's playing huge minutes. He has a good matchup against Cleveland. The problem is, I mean, one, this game could blow out, but two, he just doesn't produce in in terms of fantasy. In real life, he's fantastic. I mean, he's one of the best defenders at his position. He's somebody that on this team really fits his role well, but in fantasy, He's not doing much for you because he's like the fifth, sixth option on the court. Even when even when there's only five guys on the court, he's the sixth option. No, I'm kidding. But he's, he's literally like the fifth scoring option every single time he's on the court. So that's his issue. But he's going to play a ton of minutes. JaVale McGee only played 18 minutes last night. Uh, I expect him to play around there, 20, 22 potentially. But now if there is no Anthony Davis, I do have interest. Jackson Hayes currently sits as by far the best value in my model. You can get that again over on Patreon, linked up down below or hitting the I button above. I have not projected to start for 28 minutes. Even if I give him 26 minutes, he's a fantasy point per minute producer type of player. It's an above-average pace spot against Boston. If I give him 26 minutes, he still grades out, I believe, as a top-two value. At 27, he's my best value. At 28 minutes, he's my best value. Keep an eye on it, though. We've seen in the past that they can just go out there and end up starting a guy like Julio Okafor in this spot, and then Okafor potentially becomes the play at a very cheap price point. But at 3,800, Hayes started the second half four favors yesterday, played 26 minutes total on that one. I see a lot of Jackson Hayes here tonight. And then Rajan Rondo at the same price point, I don't think he picks up any ownership. He's played 20, I believe, 3 and 24 minutes in the last two games. I like him a lot more if Anthony Davis is out. I'm projecting him for 23 minutes right now, and he's grades out as a pretty decent value. Lastly, like I said, Giannis is in a fine spot. Another guy that I should point out is Eric Bledsoe. Has been playing bigger minutes as of late. The price point is following that, but he's been around a 1.2 fantasy point per minute producer player this season very good point guard for Milwaukee, finally getting those minutes. I mean, you couldn't rely on him for more than 25, 26 minutes for most of the season. He's been playing around 30 the last couple of games. So that's I'm at right now. This is a Saturday video on an NFL slate, so probably not going to gain a ton of traction. So if you can hit that like button and also comment down below for a chance to get into the $50 raffle, uh, who is your favorite play below 6,000? Must be a subscriber with the notification bell turned on to be eligible for this contest, as well as on the audio version, must be a subscriber with a five-star rate and review. And something nice about the show, uh, you could also just say 6K in your answer to that question, the 6K and below range, and leave a way for me to contact you. We'll be picking a winner on Monday once this NFL week is over. So thanks again. Be sure to check out my Patreon exclusive content. And also, if you just want to hit the link to Fantasy Draft down below, it helps me. Any type of click-through rate helps. Uh, but you should also check out that contest. The NFL one's probably going to overlay. I'll post them both down below in the description. And then the NBA lobby I will post where there's a really good pick and roll contest as well. Thank you for tuning into this video. Appreciate all of you so much. My name is Sal. Enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe. Helps me out. Helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.